Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Sold with Updike Pew, episode 61, second segment. I'm Jeff Updike, and we have my really good friend Ray Smith with us today. And, you know, the, one of the reasons that we wanted to talk to you is because you went through something that not a lot of people know how to do, and some people take on and get lost in, and it's general contracting your own project. It's a learning experience, <laughs> to say the to say the least. But I'm glad I did it. I uh, had a, a a desire to build an outdoor structure next to the pool to make it kind of a year-round entertaining space. Uh, had a deck there originally. I uh, got a little more ambitious of what I wanted that space to become, and I thought the most cost advantageous way to do it was to try to be my own GC. Mm -hmm. Did uh, what was the uh, I, I guess what was the the what was the, the most fun part about it? I, I would probably say just the concept altogether. Uh, I didn't have a ton of space, mm -hmm. which is the one thing that you can't control on your lot. So how do you get the most utility out of uh, very little uh, you know, square footage mm -hmm. in terms of the footprint? Um, and then going from there, thinking of the function is how did I want it to look and feel? I was trying to create a space that was year round that I could use uh, whether in the peak of the summer or in the cooler parts of the winter and spring. Uh, I work from home quite often, so I also wanted that to be my outdoor office. Yeah, and, and it turned out beautifully. I wish, I wish we'd thought to bring pictures of it, but Thank uh, you. It, really, it really did turn out nicely. And, you know, friends love coming over there and hanging out and watching football and yeah, that... watching more football. And... <laughs> so. Football's very important. It is, it is. No, thank you for the, for the compliments. Um, I, I would say if there were three things to consider outside of budget, which obviously is the first thing, um, is understand what you want the structure to be. And if it's just an arbor or something like that that does not need a permit, that's different than a covered structure with a roof that mm -hmm. does. And you poured, I mean, like from foundation up. Correct. Foundation, if you're going to actually tap the sewer mm -hmm. for plumbing, anything with, with, with water, this structure has an outdoor bathroom, do everything with water. Mm -hmm. Because the incremental cost of adding more features once you actually tap the sewer is not that much mm. comparatively. And then the third thing is consider how you want the space to feel. If you, whatever that feeling is for you, think about that and how that relates to the structure. Mm -hmm. how, how many, as you were going through this process, how many different times did you have to interact with the, with the city and with the permitting process and inspections and all that? So the, the, the planning part to get the permit took probably three interactions. Mm -hmm. um, the, I did hire an architect to help. Um, and he helped guide through some of that and, and helped translate some of those choices. But once you get the green light to go, there's uh, required inspections for electrical, plumbing, and then the structure itself. Mm -hmm. um, the city is pretty uh, helpful to a homeowner who chooses to take that on as opposed mm -hmm. to a licensed GC that does it every day. So they will offer some assistance mm -hmm. with you. So it's it's not overwhelming. The, the third thing I would do is if you, I did not have the money to do everything the first year. Mm -hmm. So it took me actually two years to do it. Um, and be patient with yourself and allow that. Was that was there any um, issue with the city with the fact that it was going to take you longer than you know, no, a couple of years. no, there is a finite time limit to fill build a structure. I think it's five years, as I recall. Okay, uh, from when you open the permit to you close it. But it was I was well within that time window. Uh, don't quote me on the five years, but you have enough yeah. time. Yeah. Um, how was the uh, the 
interaction with like the actual inspection process? You just provide that. So this is in the backyard. So the days that of the inspection and you as the general contractor actually call the city the day before and request the inspection. Mm -hmm. So you would call into a specific phone number with your permit number and saying, I want to have plumbing inspected on the next day. Mm -hmm. And then the inspector would put it on their calendar and come by. Were, um, uh, how much of a stickler were they, you know, for, I mean, how much of a stickler was this, were the city inspectors in your experience? Uh, they kind of vary. Some of them are a little more lenient, for lack of a better term, than others. Others are, are fairly by the book. The plumbers are usually the toughest from what I mm -hmm. uh, can tell. So I did hire a licensed electrician um, and, and certainly, you know, had that part covered and obviously licensed plumber. So that is one thing the city does require is to have the licensed trade people actually uh, do the work. Uh, depending on where the structure is located on your property, they may have some material considerations to consider. So uh, this cabana is right on the edge of my property adjacent to my neighbor. So I had to use some fire retardant materials um, in, in my selection, but it's not insurmountable. Is, I have bought most everything from Lowe's and had it delivered. Okay. With, uh, is, is brick considered non-flammable or was there? Brick, some... Brick's okay, but the sheathing that goes underneath, uh, so if you were to do kind of a cross section of the structure, you know, you have your framing mm -hmm. and then there's um, a couple other layers that go in before you get to the exterior mm -hmm. for, for insulation, et cetera. Those materials had to be fire retardant. Okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. so it's, it was a learning experience, but it wasn't insurmountable. And, and just with Google searches and looking at house.com to mm -hmm. get ideas, it, it was it was actually uh, manageable overall, and you, and you got to have that really pretty white sign out in your front yard for yes. two years. <laughs> yes, yes, you have to keep the uh, the the permit sign uh, where it's visible from the street. So mm -hmm. you know, had the uh, sign in the window, um, but it was it was it was a good experience overall. Would you do it again? I would. There there are a few things that I learned. I'd probably do a little differently. Mm -hmm. Most of those are on the design side as opposed mm -hmm. to just the permitting experience. Mm -hmm. But overall, I mean, I use it three quarters of the year. Yeah. Either just myself working outside or uh, we know when the company comes over. Well, you got heaters, you have fans, you got the fireplace. You've got, and you got to have a bar. You got a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bathroom, yes. you have a shower. I mean, it's yeah. really. Well, thank you for the, for the kind words. Uh, yeah. It was, I, I'm really happy with it and uh, glad it's, it works out. I'm glad so many people enjoy it. Yeah. Cause that it, makes it work. That's, that's, I built a little pergola a few years ago and that, that's the fun thing about it is when, Friends come over and they hang out and you're having a good time and everybody's enjoying it. That makes it worth Without it. Without so. question. I mean, in Texas, we have, what, 300 days of sunshine or so, something, something like in that, that yeah. rain. So we can be outside quite a bit if mm -hmm. you can either deal with the heat or a little bit of cold weather. So why not take advantage of it? Yeah. And, that, and one of the things that we talk about a lot is the fact that creating those outdoor living spaces really do bring value to your home uh, because they're... Uh, many times you're, you know, you're not going to be taxed on the same value of that additional living space as you would as if it were part of your home. Right. Um, and they really do bring value and joy and, you know, a lot of those things you're looking for. So. Yeah, without question. So thank you for the kind words. Yeah, you're welcome. We'd be glad to help. Well, thank you very, Ray, thank you very much for coming today. It's, I, you know, I don't, I just can't say thank you enough. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and, of course, that's what friends yeah, are for. It is. Glad it to is. be here. So. We appreciate you joining us today. Tune in with us next week, the same time. And remember, we want to be your realtors for life.